everybody, what's up? It's your friend Chase. I'm in your ears again. Welcome to this week's show. You guys know that one of my greatest joys is hosting this show. I love it. I love interacting with all y'all on the internet. And, of course, amazing guests. And my guest today on this show is Mr. Tim Ferriss. You know Tim. Tim is the, I don't know how many New York Times bestseller, number one, not just on the list, but number one, I think it's four, is also a good friend, been a good friend for years. And in this episode, it's a little bit of a short one. We're not sitting down long form with Tim. One of the things that I think Tim does better than anybody else in the world is he has mastered the meta skill of learning. The meta skill of learning. That is learning how to learn. And so, as a part of a conversation I was having with Tim about our 30 Days of Genius series, if you don't know what that is, that's where I sat down with 30 Amazing Humans. They are all on this podcast. Uh, you should go back and listen to earlier episodes or go to creativelive.com slash genius and sign up for that. It's free. Then you get one of these interviews in your inbox every day for 30 days. However, that's actually not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is as I was talking with Tim around the 30 Days of Genius recording, we did a... Uh, it was originally a video, um, and I'm releasing it here via audio because it's just the best way to consume stuff. Let's just call it what it is. And my man Tim is the master learner. He has a system for learning that I have since adopted. Uh, it's called DISS, D-S-S-S, uh, but I'm not going to introduce it. I'm going to let Mr. Tim Ferriss show you how to learn. Learn how to learn the meta skill on this episode of the CJ Live Show. Take it away in three, two, one, and oh, probably got to get a quick word in from our sponsor first. <laughs> this episode of Chase Jarvis Live Show is brought to you by Creative Live. Creative Live is the world's largest and best platform for creative and entrepreneurial education. And right now you're saying, wait a minute, isn't that the company that you started? Yes, it is. It is my company, but they make this show possible. And if you don't know anything about Creative Live, you must check it out. It's where Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, the best of the best teach photo, video, art design, music and audio, craft and maker, and the ability to make a living and a life in all of those disciplines. There is free content there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there's also more than 10,000 hours of content for you to access on demand. You guys know I'm a huge believer in the power of daily habits. And today, Creative Live, as a part of the sponsor announcement, wants you to know that they have a new, very powerful way to make education a part of your daily routine. That would be the Creative Live iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV apps. They're all free, and they let you watch all of the Creative Live classes that are on air streaming for free, anything you already own. And on the iPhone and iPad apps, you can watch one daily lesson of your choosing for free. That is one of 25,000 lessons for free, which is super, <laughs> super gnarly. To get those apps, go to the App Store, uh, iTunes, and search Creative Live, or go to creativelive.com slash apps. There you go. Now, let's get into the show. All right, you're probably aware of this by now. 30 Days of Genius is this thing where I sit down and talk with 30 of the world's top creatives, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. What this is, this is very much about learning. One of the most popular episodes today to Chase Jarvis Raw is How I Learn. It's right here, ding, or ding, or maybe put one over Tim's face, ding. And so that was a fun episode, and I think that someone that I know who's the best learner of things is actually this guy right here. 
So this is the guy who literally wrote the book. You wrote three <laughs> books did. about learning, really, right? Are yeah, they all they, about they, I would say they all have the undercurrent of accelerated learning as a theme. But specifically the last one, right, before our chef? That's right, yeah, which is a book on accelerated learning disguised as a cookbook. Can you give it to us in like a couple bullets? How many bullets? Sure, I can, I can give it to you in say three bullets. Three? Or so, maybe, maybe, maybe three to five. Uh, my general process is, uh, you can think of it as DISS, so D-S-S-S, okay? And the first step is deconstruction, and that entails taking learn X, which is generally very large and nebulous, learn Spanish, and breaking it down into component parts and making it a measurable goal, as opposed to just learn, because that doesn't have an endpoint, and what that means with no endpoint is that you can't celebrate passing certain milestones. So first is kind of deciding on exactly what you're trying to accomplish, and then asking a set of questions, either to Google and or to experts, such as who's good at this, who shouldn't be, that's a very important one. So if I'm looking at, say, ultra endurance running, I would say, who's good at this, who shouldn't be? Meaning, the people who are already built like spiders, they're genetically predisposed to be very good at this. So they might be succeeding despite bad training habits. I want to find the person who has bad attributes, like somebody who's 240 like pounds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aliyah, the soccer. But it's like you could find somebody who's, and I did, somebody who's like 230, 240 pounds, really big, maybe a little chunky, and they still run 50, 100-mile races. That means, most likely, that they are compensating for bad attributes with good training. Uh, I would say, who are the best coaches and who are the most controversial coaches? Ooh, controversy. Mm -hmm. And look at the training methodologies of the coaches, and the most important thing there is not, was the coach formerly extremely successful in their chosen sport or less helpful? Were they able to replicate their results? Great, and so I've lost track. Are we in the D still? We're or? still in D. Okay, D, we're deconstructing. Yeah, so deconstructing. That, that's, that, that's, I would say, the most important information gathering phase. The next is selection, and that's doing an 80-20 analysis. So, so looking at the, the many different ways you could train for your goal, which you've already defined, or practice for it, say with Spanish, like one-on-one -on -one lessons versus textbook versus this versus that versus the other thing versus vocabulary memorization. What are the 20% that are going to get me 80% to my goal, right? What are the what are the critical few, and uh, then focusing on those. So so you would you would uh, you would do this selection process, and very often with say language, it's the highest frequency words. You don't right, have to the learn top one thousand words or yeah, whatever. Yeah, top one thousand words are going to get you through seventy five percent, eighty percent of any conversation. Uh, then you have uh, sequencing, putting things in the right order. This is I think the most neglected secret sauce. It's like how do you take what you've decided, what you've gathered, mm -hmm. and put it into a logical progression. This is where things often fail. Like really learning this first, then this, yeah, then like, this. Like for each skill, asking yourself, like, what are the prerequisites to this skill? Right? I'm doing that right now in gymnastics. So like for a press handstand, or for a, uh, like a planche, it's a little easier to describe. So planche is like a push up on the ground, you lean forward so your shoulders are way out here, and then you lift your feet off the ground. Okay, so what are the prerequisites to a planche? Like for people who can't do it, what are the prereqs? And if someone says, well, like today we're gonna practice this, well, what should I be able to do before this? Technically and physically, maybe even emotionally, right? If you're trying to learn how to be an EMT or something like that. Okay, that's how you, you piece together this sequence. I spend a lot of time on the sequencing. But this is the exact order that I follow. And the last one, which is almost universally neglected. The is, third S. The third S is stakes. Not stakes like on a grill, but stakes like through a vampire chest, uh, meaning consequences. You need to build in incentives, because for most of us who are trying to learn something, not always, sure. 
these are extracurriculars, right? So if, if you're trying to learn something for your job, the incentive is don't get fired or get a raise, right? You have built-in incentives. But for I'm going to learn fill in the blank, right? I'm going to learn how to play tennis in my spare time or try to learn a little bit of French before I go to France like six months from now. Those are extracurriculars and they will get crowded out of your life if you don't build in incentives, meaning rewards or punishments. Uh, so you can certainly read all about this in The 4-Hour Chef, but the basic idea, I'll give you one example, would be uh, a betting pool. That could be with like a friend, where if you miss a workout, you have to pay your friend a certain amount of money. Could be a dollar, could be five dollars. Could be a hundred. I know someone who works at Google, makes a lot of money, who had an arrangement with his training partner. They had to pay each other a dollar if they missed a workout. And that was the first time he stuck with his workout, lost a hundred pounds. Wow, a so, buck. So, so the amount can have a disproportionate impact. But I also know people, for instance, who get, get together four or five friends and they'll have a competition, like who loses the most body fat by X point in time, eight weeks from now. Great, you wanna learn how, you wanna learn how to exercise properly with the goal of losing fat? Put some money on the line. You will work infinitely harder to not lose $100 than you will to make $100. So uh, the stakes, I think, is uh, the consequences are very important. You can find, say, accountability coaches through places like stick.com, S-T-I-C-K-K.com, coach.me, which I actually have, I have some involvement with, uh, and others. But you need incentives. You're only going to be as faithful to your goals as your incentives compel you to be. That's it. Sweet. So let's, uh, quick recap. Deconstruction. Deconstruct, first S. Selection, 80-20 second, second analysis. Oh, yeah. the, then then the, uh, the, the second S is, uh, is sequencing, yeah. putting things in the right order. And the last S is stakes. Stakes, there you go, diss it. Diss. So that's how Mr. Tim Ferriss learns and he's learned a lot of stuff. As people watching all 30 of these interviews and, and grabbing tips and tricks from all these people like yourselves who are, are the tops in their fields, is there anything that you can, can you put a bow on that for me and like what's the lens through which you can watch these interviews or listen to them? This, this information is not of use to you uh, unless you put it into practice or it's of less use to you certainly. So, yeah, it's more entertainment but yeah. if you're going to make use of Take it. Take notes, review and choose two or three things that you'll test the next day. That's what I would do. The process I just described is exactly how I approach podcasting. It's exactly how I approached learning everything we just talked about. There you go. You can thank me for having him on somewhere here in the comments. Don't thank him. He's got enough in his inbox. You can thank me here in the comments or somewhere else, but I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Actually, I'm grateful for you paying attention to this show, and I'm grateful for learning from this guy. Thanks a lot for being on this shizzo. Uh, signing off. Another episode in the can for your pleasure. All right, that about wraps it up. But uh, hey, before you bounce, two quick things. Um, actually, I'm going to go three quick things. Thing one, A, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you, you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we're able to have a conversation is awesome. I feel uh, honored to be in your ears right now and that uh, you've paid attention to what I've been doing, what Creative Live has been doing for some time. And whether it's been a day or 10 years, I just want to say thank you. It's also really important to know on the backside of that that I, I do a lot of responding to comments. So hit me up, on, you know, direct message me on, on Instagram or Twitter or at me. I try and respond as much as possible. So let's have a conversation that transcends me just being in your ears here. Let's try and do it some, somewhere out there in, on the internet land. That's thing one. Thing two, again, I'm not quite sure what channels you pay attention to me and my work. 
but please go check out. I'm at Chase Jarvis or slash Chase Jarvis or whatever on all the platforms. And it's really important to me. Also, if you wouldn't mind checking out Creative Live, it's something that not only myself, but 120 other committed hardcore badass people come to work every day uh, to build the place where creators and entrepreneurs learn. So check that out. They're just slash Creative Live or at Creative Live all over out there on the internet. All right. Until again, uh, probably tomorrow. I hope I'll hear you. I'll be in your ears maybe tomorrow and I'll look for your comments on the internets. Bye.